from those days on, I, I, I think I've, that has affected me, um, not negatively, but I, when it comes to my relationships with women and whatnot, mm-hmm. I have a hard time because these women are these women nowadays trying to tell men how to be men. I'm like, my mama told me she couldn't tell yeah. me how to be a man, so who are you to tell me how to be a man? Mm-hmm. But I, I've constantly worked on just through experience. Let's go! Welcome to another episode of the FMF Q podcast. <laughs> <laughs> your, I like your, that. With yours um, truly, your boy Keith Stupid. Um, and today yeah. I have the honor of introducing a topic. Um, we were on the live last night, the FMF Live on Wednesday, and Trey, you know, is always mentioning how us as men don't really talk. So today we're gonna talk about how our parents have an effect on us in our development as full-grown adults. Mm, mm. Um, I'm just start off by saying, uh, so I went to therapy three years ago, right? Shout out to you. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going for my, you know, estranged relationship with my significant other. I was two sessions in, and then by the third session, we talked about how my parents had an effect on me and why it's trickling down to mm-hmm. my relationship. Did you mm. bring it, if you remember, did you, did you bring it up or he or she brought it up? No, I went because I was losing my fucking mind. <laughs> I was I was good, you know, going into the relationship, but I don't, know, I don't know if I ain't handled things the right way. But I was I was I had a lot of anger. Yeah. Uh, no, I was asking like um. The therapist the, bring it up. Yeah. The, 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 oh yeah. To the talk about your parents. Did yeah. you bring it up or the therapist? I don't know. I, I can't even remember how it switched right. to that, but it did, and it kind of it kind of rocked my world. Like she had me crying and everything, man. Right, bro. That's one of the uh, sorry to cut you off. That's one of the main things that therapy does is let's unravel this. Let's let's unspool this ball of trauma that you get that you carrying around. Because from childhood, most most trauma, most uh, most traumatic events that you carry stem from the childhood. And with that, from an early age, you got so many things that you just put to the side, so many things that you just try to disacknowledge, so many things that you just repress, that it just becomes routine, it becomes normal to you. So it's a lot of things that you haven't healed from that you thought that you dealt with because it's been so much time that you've been put to the side, you know, that that's why we got a whole lot of people that's not healed out here. So you getting into relationships and you don't know why you feel a certain way. I've been talking a lot about trust this week, you know, and it's a fragile thing, you know, but a lot of people, especially us guys, when it comes to trust, we just like, fuck it. We just not gonna try it, try it at all and give it to nobody because it's such a fragile thing. It's like, bro, once that's done, it's done. Well, you know, dudes don't mean you talk about women, dudes. If you 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 messed up for once, yeah. bro, we remember that job back in second grade, bro. I don't mess with him, bro. He took crayons. I don't, I don't mess with him at all. Oh. Y'all thirty six, man. I don't oh. care, bro. I still don't rock with him. It's it's funny you bring that up. Because 
because in talking about trust, I think because the way my relationship with my dad went, I've had a hard time making new friends with men. You know Come what I'm saying? On, like y'all are like the first group of friends I've made since my day ones, like went to school with me right. and Cause I was always like, don't trust them new niggas over there. You know, right. my, my day, my day, right. my, my on, day one dude didn't stay around to like help me out. So how can I trust anybody, anybody else? Ooh, yeah, that's how men move, man. We, mm. we, we'll, and it's funny, like you said it, um, with men, we don't want to go ahead and forgive people and, and get the trust on, but we try to blame it on the other sex because they don't do the same thing either. That's a problem. That's a problem. I'll be thinking like, man, why she don't do this? Like, you don't do the same thing either, bro. So forget that. This is the, I, I was the same way like you when it comes to um to trusting people. At first, before these guys, psh, I ain't talk to nobody, but this freaking dude here. But he don't run. He don't stop. Like, how you doing? I'm like, bro, why are you still talking to me? <laughs> he must be cool, man, because he keeps on, bro. But that's why I love him so much, bro, because he don't give up on people. He knows that the advantages and the positives of forgiving people and keep on moving on, man, right. because, bro, he the longest friend other than my my childhood friends. I have one childhood friend. Like, you all that one day one, but the other one's going away because once <laughs> I lose that trust, they'll be like, no, nah, man, I ain't messing with them no more, man. Yeah. I'm the same exact way, bro. I feel you. Yeah. I think with me, man, it's funny because I think us over here all kind of similar, like introverted, yeah. you know, to ourselves. I and, our and then we got this dude here. He don't talk to him. What's up, bro? How you yeah, doing? He, he, he talk to anybody. The type of way if you don't talk to him about oh, yeah. what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he, he feel that type of way, man. But it's good to have those type of people because, man, you need somebody that you can rely on to talk to and, you know, come to and be there for them as well, you know what I'm saying? And I know for me, I know part of the reason why I am the way that I am stemming back from childhood is because my father was always working. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was lucky enough and blessed enough to grow up in a two-parent household. So I had a mom and a dad there, but my dad was always working. So he was like there, but he won't there. But when I needed him, he was there. Yeah. So like basketball games and stuff like that, he was there. But it's those other little small moments mm -hmm. when you might be going through something and you know your father not around and then your your mom might be busy doing something else well then you'd be like well damn all i got to, is myself to figure it out and really that is the case you you really only have yourself you're on your own but it's good to have other people to to kind of help you on that journey of figuring out like yo how do i navigate through these things mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i know me personally because of how i grew up and everything like that I'm the type, I like to go inward first. So I go in and I figure out what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Mm -hmm. Things like that. So I don't get manipulated. Right. Cause I, I'm always afraid of not being able to think for myself and just doing stuff because when I'm weak or vulnerable, this person who seems stronger, oh, this must be right then. Mm -hmm. Instead of coming up and figuring out like, yo, what do I really need? What do I really want? Figure that out and then I go to other people. So now I can judge on like, yo, this is what I feel. This is what I feel like is right for me. Genuine. Then I go talk to other people and then I take little tidbits and add it on to yeah. what I already thought. So I go into myself first and I think the biggest person in my life talking about like childhood and stuff like that, uh -huh. my grandmother. My grandmother always instilled with me like, yo, you gotta be able to stand on your own at the end of the day. No matter what, you can have friends and all that stuff. You gotta be able to stand on your own. 
and what you believe in and stuff like that. So that's something that you said. Um, I pose a question to y'all because you uh, talked about this last night when it came to um, our live. Yeah. That um, for some reason they put it on. We have our parents. Sometimes, not talking about our parents, but in most times that we see in our community is that they have kids and then they put it on the grandparents. Mm, yes. Do you think that has, when it comes to uh, our parents or anybody else's parents in our community, does it feel like our parents weren't like prepared to to raise us and they always throw it off to the grandparents? Was that something that they were taught that it was a good thing or y'all think that was a bad thing? Our parents should have been able to raise us rather than was, our grandparents. Not talking about us, but that, you know how it is in our community. Right. Is, we got big I had this. I had this conversation with somebody last night, yo. And I remember my great-grandparents, I called them Miss, Miss. Like I called my, I didn't call her grandma. I called her Miss this. It was like a sign of like respect Sad, yeah. and okay. everything. And I think what it is is from my perspective, we got so much trauma and stuff in our lineage. Yeah. We have kids early before we ready. And then like you kinda like what you said, the grandparent has to step in to kinda help with the situation. If I if I may, uh, what you got? So you also have Okay, when they say babies having babies, that's a true statement. So, both of these parents, these now parents, they're still in their adolescence. They're mm -hmm. just coming across their rebellious phase. A bunch of what I ain't gonna do. And you're... <laughs> say it again. <laughs> a bunch of what I ain't gonna do. A bunch do. of what I ain't gonna do. <laughs> Not like that. So, you got, you know, a lot of people that's just raising their kids in an atmosphere of rebelliousness. Um, and it's just to get away from the things that you didn't like, but the things that you didn't like usually goes in the line of discipline and discipline is yeah. a very, it's a necessity. It's a mm -hmm. much high, high needed thing. Yeah. And it's not a negative thing, but it's seen as negative because what you're telling me is I can't have this or I, 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 I don't earn this or uh, you're taking this away from me. So as a child, as a youth, mm -hmm. you like, man, Get the discipline, cause I'm gonna do what I want. I want the life that I want, not knowing that it takes discipline to create the lifestyle that you want at that youth, at that youthful age. So with that youth, what are you teaching the next? You're teaching them, you know, the rebelliousness, the stuff that you're still learning. And it's not, you know, no parent is perfect. So <clears throat> we're not bashing the parents. It's just that a lot of people aren't ready. Who do you know had a plan parenthood? You know. Who do you know said that like, you know what, I'm ready to have a child now. Especially at 20 years old. I'm, no, I'm just looking at 16, 20, 17. But where did that come to a realm where I believe exactly what he's saying, but I teeter on that subject when it comes to you're not being ready. Because we, well, no matter how the technology is going, which is wonderful now, yeah. people are delaying having kids longer because of technology. But honestly, our biological clock, especially when it comes to women, and some people may rub it the wrong way, but back then, they was getting married and having kids at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. But they had more, you say it all the time, they had more principles, more structure. Because they were taught better. They were taught better. The it took, when, it, when they say it takes a village. I, 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 I don't agree with that part. What you mean, I think, part? I think what, the part? reason, what with, with the mean? fact of um, kids why, why they had kids earlier or why it was a bigger thing, I think it was a more sense of family back then 
So that's why they grandma, them grandma them. was grandma was stepping in, right? And but that's where the principals and stuff would come in. I, I what, think. Oh, you mean what, grandmas ain't teachers, right? No, no, no. Oh, I ain't saying that. And, and I don't yeah. think grandmas want to step up now. You know what I'm saying? They in the club, you right? Know, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So the younger they get, the less principles they have. But yeah. no, go ahead, go ahead. Wasn't wasn't society like a lot different back then? Like there wasn't as much opportunity for women to do other things other than raise their families. But now you know they can do anything that men can but, do. But you can't stop the biological clock. Because so women we have a biological clock? No, I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about women. Okay. I so mean, we talk about when we talk about right. having, the, we're capable of having children. Yes, at an mm-hmm. early age. Right. So when you step out and start having sex, then yes, you're capable of creating life. Right. And you can do that. I think what you can do is start at 12 years old. 12. I think when they have their first period. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like yeah. That. So, I don't know much about the women. I yeah. think that's what they you know what I mean? believe. So they have a period, they're able to have kids. But right. don't, that's still, no. Yeah. We don't, we're not condoning it. But no, that's at all. Just, but that's how it was back, I guess, back then. So, so, like, with that, like I said, it was still, it was still, it was still instilled in the, like you said, in the family. Mm-hmm. And it took a village. And even though things happened, they was like, we're not going to separate. But they had less of, the, they had a more disciplined mindset towards, like, we're going to keep this here. Versus, you know, the one who's in the rebellious phase. Like, you know what? I don't like this. I don't get along with that person. And I'm going to just take my child and bounce. And out of that, like, we've all, not we've all, but... I know from experience, when it comes to childhood trauma, right, I've unraveled my childhood trauma. My childhood trauma is to want to be wanted. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of things in order to get attention, even if it's the wrong type of attention, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And um, I've cut off people that I felt like were starting to distance a little bit. Let me cut it off now. And it's like, like, like a whole lot of things have affected me from that, mm-hmm. but, um, when it comes to the, the the parent and the child, it's like I'm losing my train of thought. But it's like like that that bridging that gap. It's like you're missing something. It's like I want something. I'm yearning for something. And in my experience, and a lot of other males have had this experience where there's not mom and daddy. Or there was mom and daddy, and then they separated. And you more than likely you're gonna stick with mother. But no matter who you stick with, it's still we're still human. So like I said, parents aren't perfect. So it'd be a little resentment towards the other. You know, usually it's like okay, like I don't want to teach you wrong, but at the same time I feel like. F that person, you know what I'm saying? Like they left us at the end of the day, so why are you even worried about them? But at the same time, if you want to, if you want to continue trying to build with them, then you should. But the one that you're with the most, you're gonna be like, okay, well, you're here, you know. I want to, you know, follow you. I want to get it from you. Obviously, if there was a choice and that person's not here, they chose not to be with me. So. Forget them. You know, I'm just get it from the source for that. And then it's like, well, now you have trust issues. Now you have love issues. Now you don't want to start new relations. Now you have a fear of building and connecting with other people because eventually you can cut me off too. This is supposed to be the person that created me. You're supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Telling my life story right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So- yeah, because 
you know, I, my dad <coughs> left. My dad left my mom, left our family when, when I was seven years old. Uh-huh. It was right up the street, right here. I remember the day I could tell you, but I ain't got the time. <laughs> um, and you know, it was just my mom. And when I was younger, I would think like, you know, I had a little resentment towards my dad. I never hated him, right? You know, but back to you were saying, you have that incomplete feeling when you grow up and you don't have this half person that you came from mm-hmm. in there to get anything from, right? Did you get the, the same thing that a lot of black men hear when they're younger? He ain't shit, he ain't dead. No, nah, no, nah, my mom. Was, she did good. I, it, it was quiet, right? When my oh, dad so she didn't, she didn't bad. No, no, my mom was raised to be, I think raised to be a wife. Um, she's still to this day always under her mother. Always learn how to cook. She didn't learn how to cook macaroni and cheese till I was 15. At least she's working on it. But the, one thing, the one thing I remember my mom consistently telling me and my brothers when we get in trouble or something when we were younger, I can't teach y'all how to be a man. That's all she would say. Real. So from from those days on, I I, I think I've, that has affected me. Um, not negatively, but I, when it comes to my relationships with women and whatnot, mm-hmm. I have a hard time because these women are. These women nowadays trying to tell men how to be a man. I'm like, my mama told me she couldn't tell yeah. me how to be a man. So who are you to tell me how to be a man? Mm-hmm. But I, I've constantly worked on just through experience. Like, and I'm not knocking my father. Um, you know, like I said, I had some resentment towards him. Yeah. But I've learned a lot from just observing him from a distance yeah. at what not to do in life. And also learning, you know, as as I'm starting to talk, we're starting to have more deeper conversations about what went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely wasn't at he. He kept real with you. Yeah, yeah. He had me at 27. Um, mm-hmm. Not to not to snitch on him. None. He was in the dope game and some a lot of other shit. Mm-hmm. And you know he wasn't ready to have children. I know that from reading his court statements and whatnot. Yeah. You know, but I, I respect him for that because I, I imagine I'm, I'm I was really nervous at 27 years old. I was like, all right, this year is gonna happen by accident or on purpose. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not a kid and stuff, and I know I'm not ready for a child. <coughs> so. I've just been constantly, constantly through life, uh, learning, trying to learn what a man is to me or what kind of man I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I can damn say I'm doing a pretty damn good job okay, um, so based, based on looking, all up, you guys. looking at the skill. Yeah, what, what, what would you say, because you're the only father in here, what would you say, how did, it, how did your parents have an effect on you towards how you're parenting now? I took what I felt like they did good and took that and what I didn't feel like they did good I tried to uh, avoid those things and my dad my my dad was uh, me and my dad had like a like a good conversation because I'm always trying to build relationships because with me and my dad because he wasn't because you know he didn't have his father so so we did good by just being married, being real. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. why I gotta, yeah. that's why I got to give him a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, though, even though it wasn't, I didn't get everything I needed friend. from him, he gave me his best. Right. You know what I'm he saying? Tried, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying, man. Just try, bro. It makes a difference. I mean, he gave, he did the best he possibly could do. So I applaud him and appreciate him. And... We still work on our relationship and stuff like that. But um, I remember we had a conversation and he was like, yo, Paul, like, he like, yo, man, I know I ain't the best father, you know what I'm saying? But what you get the opportunity to do is take what what you want to take from me and take what you want from your mom 
and you give that to your, your child or you use that towards your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what parenting is about because yeah. we're not going to get it right. There's no perfect parent. Like, we, yeah. um, I, like I think majority of y'all been in the Rebuilding Support, uh, Rebuilding yeah. Man Support Group. Yep. And I talked about it in there where I was like, yo, I had to have some real conversations with my parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just to, not, not to bash them, but they don't really know you until they hear your story. You know what I'm saying? I did. I already did it. You know what I'm saying? I, then I asked them as I got of, of age. When I turned thirty, I asked them. Yeah. Like because uh, my parents were together at once, but of course they. Um, I said, of course, I didn't mean to say that, but they did get a divorce. But and as a kid, like he goes to that, it's like, bro, I'm mad. I'm like, why mm-hmm. y'all? What's going on, bro? I don't see pop. I don't see y'all. Y'all tripping, y'all. I'm right. always angry. Yeah. And going to him, like, bro, at first I'm mad at my dad. Why y'all ain't together? And until I got of age and I asked, I, I remember when I turned like thirty or thirty-one. Mm-hmm. I asked him, I was like, yo, it was like, honestly, I'm older now, what happened? Like, why y'all not together? He told me the truth. And now that me being older and being in relationships with women and saying things, I can understand why, exactly. because I've been in a situation like the only thing different than me, I just had a kid with the girl. Yeah. So I can see how, yeah, I had to put in the, in the mindset that my parents are human just like me. Exactly. You can't be so mad because you go through relationships, you go through the same stuff. You and can't just be like, and your parents are not gods, the man. They're not. And the, yeah. biggest, and the biggest part, like when I tell people like, yo, I, I highly suggest you have like a heart to heart conversation with your parents. Yeah. Anchor is a podcast platform that we are on, the FMF podcast is on and available to you right now. We have a goal with that one. We're trying to reach over 50 listeners. So if you're busy and you can't sit here and watch the video episodes, please go to Anchor and just check it out and you can listen to us on the go. But you gotta come from the spot of like like A said, like yo, they humans too. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I can't and, be mad at neither one of them. And it don't matter how much wrong they did to you, whatever they did to you, at the end of the day it's your life, it's your responsibility. Right. You can't come blame on. you can't blame them mm-hmm. for where you are. Now that That's might dope. that might explain some stuff with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you can't blame them. You make your own choices, you make your make your own decisions. Mm. So you can't blame your parents mm. for what happens to you in your life. Right. They just they just played a part. And your ideology, your thinking, and stuff like that. But you make your own decisions. Right. So when you realize that and you had those conversations with your parents, I think it comes from a like, yo, let's talk. Like, yo, let's understand each other. Like, yo, I'm your son, you my dad, you my mom. All that stuff. You can't be funky with me. Yeah. I'm gonna back up that statement you just made, Paul, because I like I said, it was quiet in my house, right? Yeah. So I I used to grow I used to think even in my late twenties, like Damn, why my mom's so quiet? She don't tell me nothing until yeah. I asked her questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gladly to say something, you know. Because um, they don't know if you're ready for that type of truth. Because they see yeah. you as a child. Still. Yeah. Exactly. I, I waited a while. You know, yeah. and, and then mm-hmm. when my father, as he started telling me the truth, I'm like, thank you, nigga. I've been waiting for this for <laughs> years. Like, Wait, I don't know truth, if you man. thought I'd be mad at you or not, but I'm grown now. That's like, why I'm like, you know, You mean more mad that they lied to you or that right. they don't tell they you. Don't, yeah. Don't, 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 yeah, right. Like, I, I was, I was, uh, I shared the story, man. It was crazy when I turned 16 years old. Um, I didn't know my grandfather was not my biological grandfather until I was 16. I remember you said that? Yeah. And then the way they just sprung it up on me, they were like, "Yo, you want to see your granddad?" I was like, "Yo, I seen him already." Yeah, They're like, "No, your about? real granddad." Not lying to me, bro. So then it's like, and I think that's the process that started. Like, yo, all right, like, what's really going on now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah. hold on. I, and then. 
it's so funny, like perspectives, man, and how we can really be like brainwashed. Yeah. When they said that, and I seen my real grandfather, I'm like, yo, I'm looking in a mirror at me in like 40, 50 years. Mm. It's like, I'm like, yo, this is me. <laughs> and then I go back and look at my step grandfather. Yeah. I'm like, he don't look nothing don't like, like me. me. Why didn't I think of this before? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we don't know perspective, man. <laughs> and then sometimes it just takes one thing to change your whole perspective on everything around, yeah. yo. So, it's crazy. So if you feel in some type of way, or there's some things that's not clicking or connecting with you as an adult, talk to your lineage, talk to them, because a lot of things are hereditary and you don't realize mm-hmm. what has been, has been, that's why history is important, because you learn like where you come from. And it's like, oh, that's why, you know? And like, I love like my mother, she, Y'all see how raw I am and how, like, I'm an open book. That East End. I get it from her. I get it from her, bro. But there were still things that she left out because I'm not her first child. And she was like, she doesn't want me. She wants me to be her good child. So there were things that she kept me from. When you said uh, you avoided some things. I don't encourage avoiding. I, I, I get it. I know what you're saying, but I don't encourage avoiding mm-hmm. because that took away, like, it might be lessons that the parent learned mm-hmm. that they want to instill in the child, but the child has no recollection of it. You ever see uh, a spoiled kid, right? Right. One, kids are supposed to be spoiled, but with discipline. There you you go. Yeah, I'm glad you put the context of yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Bad kids. Hey, I'm about to say, hold on. Knock it off. Take a tab away. You know what I mean? Take tab away. They go crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a whole different thing. Knock yourself off. Yeah, nah. I'm in reach. I see it all the time. All right. I'm to tell you. And that's why I take the village. I act. So a random kid quit. Yeah. You gonna, you gonna at least, at least give yeah. him the knuckles. Yeah. 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 What's wrong with y'all? Yeah. 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 Plus the kids slap the kids. Oh yeah, I did that. I did that with the daughter all the time. What's wrong with you, man? It takes a village. She's too precious, bro. I used to like her hands up. I couldn't have it She's too precious, man. You say that. You say that. Wait till you have your own, bro. She's so nice. She's still precious and nice still. Right. But she's still a flashback. Yeah. Real quick, I tell you a story, and this was this was like a twofold story for me. Yeah. It was one, I learned spankings and everything don't really do much yeah. unless you have in conversations, right? Along with the spankings, teach them. And then the other thing was like, yo, I learned at this moment that you can't control anybody. Mm. You can't control no. anybody, so I stopped. That's when I stopped trying. My daughter had a fit at like two and a half, yo. At like two and a half. She had a fit. She wanted to go with her mom to the store. I told her to put her jacket on. She like, she don't want to put her jacket on. <laughs> I like, Jay, you're not going outside. It's cold outside. You're not going to it. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not doing it. I like, all right. I told her mom to go. She ain't going. We staying here now. Right. Like, I got to drill home we this point. Uh, and so she was crying all that. I like, yo, get up on that couch. Don't move off that couch. So she listened to me, uh-huh. but she was having a whole fit. I had a, rec- I started recording it. So I, I popped her butt like a couple of times. She started crying. Ah, I like now calm your, calm your ass down <laughs> and still put your jacket on just to put it on, just to teach the drill the lesson. Right, yeah. you gonna listen. Still to me. didn't do it. How old do you think she was at this time? She was two, two and, and a half. She was two and a half. Oh, yeah, bro. she was a baby. Oh, yeah. and, but 
she understood. Yeah, she, she right knew what was going yeah. on. She was trying to test dumb. me. So man, I, I started. I popped her again. I popped her about a good six times on her little butt and everything, and that that hurt me. Yeah, and she still cried and she still did not do it. And I was like, so now I'm just sitting there. She having a whole fit, face turning red and everything. Right. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, what do I do now? Mm. I popped her. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Nah, I didn't pretty much what I could do. He got his own record. Not, he you know what I'm saying? Out. He knocked <laughs> kids out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. So now I'm like, I'm, so I'm sitting here. I ain't a part of this. I'm not a part of this. Hey, look, man, parents out there know they they gonna understand. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yo, what do I do now? So then I went over there, and I just started talking to her. I like, Jay, and um. She was like, <laughs> and I was like, I like Jay. Why are you crying? Right. She was like, I don't want to put the jacket on. I was like, and all this time, I never asked her why she didn't want to put the jacket on. Yeah. I just told her, do what I told you to do. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's like, Daddy, I get hot in the jacket, and I get start sweating, and it just is is like she talking in like a two year old voice, but I understand what she's saying. Right. So she was like, Daddy, I'm I'm hot. I'm sweating and I don't like the jacket. It make me hot. I like, well, Jay, it's to keep you from catching a cold and getting sick. And you, do you want to get sick? She was like, no. And I was like, well, if you put the jacket on, you won't get sick. Right. And so then we talked for like a little while long. She's like, oh, I put the jacket on. And I was like, yo. <laughs> he did, you would do all this. I, 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 I whooped her butt, bro. I whooped her butt. I did all of that. And it was just more so just having a conversation with her than than the whooping. Right. And I like, damn, I wish I would have started off with this first. This might have saved a lot of a lot of time. And then if she still didn't do it, she just wasn't gonna go. Right. But that at that moment, that's when I realized, like, like, yo, like, this is my daughter. I'm more physically intimidating than her and all this stuff. I can whoop her and stuff. And she still might not do what I tell you to do. Right. What that mean about a grown person? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even worse. A grown man or a woman. Yes. Right. All right, that, I learned my lesson from Can't that. Control that. So, so what I want to highlight right there is that kids are way more retainable than what we think. Mm -hmm. um, and when you do think back to your childhood and those types of moments, you can clearly remember certain episodes or certain moments. Yeah, and it's like... I still got the scars. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it's like... like <laughs> silly. I'm serious. But it's like, it's like as a kid, your brain is fully functioning enough to be able to absorb whatever the message is. Yeah. And it's like, I know for me, I always ask questions. I was the why, why, why yeah, kid. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? So... For me, I know for a fact that if you can tell me a reason, mm -hmm. then I could I could I could respect that. I could get behind that. You know what I'm saying? If you tell me don't go outside and I want to go outside, then I have a it's a conflict. It's a problem. Why can't I go outside? Oh, because you know it might be dangerous out there. You got it. Yeah. I mean, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Let me know when I when it's clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? As a kid, that's how your brain is working. So. Talk to the kids, parents. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I brought up that word about avoiding because you didn't avoid that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you don't avoid certain things. Now, with my mother, she's very transparent, very open, no filter. She gonna say something that's gonna be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, expect that around my mom. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But there still was things since she wanted to raise me right in her in her eyes. There was things that she kept from me. 
So there was things as I was growing into my adolescence, there was things about me that I felt was wrong because she taught me otherwise. And then when I hear her talk now, now that I'm an adult, there's no, completely no sense of, like, I mean, it was already raw. Her and my grandmother, them the gangsters, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So now that there's completely no filter and she like tell me what it really was at certain points, like, mama sold drugs and everything. I was like, that's where I got the hustler spirit yeah, from. Yeah. I wish you would have told me that because now I would have been able to let, move a little different. Yeah, let me let me ask you this trade because I, I, I similar situation with the drugs and everything. <clears> I always <throat> felt like I told y'all my mom was quiet. I felt yeah. like she was like reserving stuff from us. Right. Do you feel like at a young age you feel like that was a reason they wouldn't tell you when you were young because it could have an adverse effect on you? Absolutely. That's yeah. why I said like when. That's why I was gonna I was gonna say. Okay. When y'all go to have these conversations with your parents, be ready because you don't know what to expect um, and just have an open mind and come from a place of empathy, meaning you just want to understand this person um, because they did what they did for a reason. It, it's no such thing as a coincidence if everything happens for a reason. Real quick. Yes, the other thing too, man, when you have these conversations, mm -hmm. you might not like everything you hear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yes, might you. not like everything you Take hear. Take it on the chin and keep on rolling. Exactly. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta be ready, man. And you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be an adult. You gotta put your big boy pants on mm -hmm. and be like, you know what? Yo, just give it to me. I ask you the question. I'm gonna be ready for the answer. Yeah. And you just take that and you just keep moving, man. You might, you might be waiting for somebody to give accountability for the things they did to you. Right. And they might not give it to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. That's you know okay. what I'm saying? You got to keep moving along. At least you, at least you had the conversation. You attempted it. Right. And then for my parents out there, um, I already know. As parents, we try to, we try our best, but we never gonna be perfect. Right. As as parents, we gotta be ready to have conversations with our kids, or our kids come to us about conversations. My daughter then came to me and told me, "Daddy, you broke my heart with stuff." You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I'd be like, "Woo!" <laughs> I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> I like woo. That shit hurt me. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. and she did. She did. She did. And it was. It was. And, and, uh, it was in, in regards to like how I treat her when she was younger. That I didn't even think she remembered stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't really around, and I didn't. She didn't understand me working. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's the reason why I don't want to have another kid until I'm making a certain amount of money where I can actually be there for him mm -hmm. growing up and everything like that. And I, I will tell you, Paul, though, like, you know, you said that, you know, she, you broke her heart, which is a negative thing, but there's always a positive side to it. Be proud that whatever you're doing, whatever you and your, she came your baby mother doing, she came to you. And exactly. And that's the takeaway that's that I have, that, mm -hmm. that I had, and that she can express herself. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that she can talk and... And she can say like that. I don't understand why you did these things, mm. or I don't understand this, or I don't understand that. And then, all right, let, listen. Obviously, if you came to me with the question, you must be old enough now for me to give you some type of answer. Mm -hmm. Now you just you gauge your answer based on the age. Mm -hmm. So I explain, try to explain it in a way but a six year old can understand. Does make sense? Have y'all heard the phrases or the um? Let's say kind of phrases that that old school how it used to be like the. Dad will always be working, mm -hmm. and they'll be like, um, the women will take care of the kids, of and course. Like, and don't then don't mess with dad when he comes home. Don't don't mess with dad, or they'll be like, um, dad be like, be like, you want a good dad? They'll be like, well, I had, you were fed and you were clothed, you had somewhere to live, so I did my job. Yeah. 
Do y'all believe in that concept where there's a fine line where, of course, we need our dads and our our, our, our life, but sometimes <coughs> putting that pressure on, like, with that, and I say nothing wrong with, with um, your situation because I kind of had the same thing, like, dad went around because he was always working. Right. But I always had food in there. It's mm. So it's like it's like it's a fine line between you want dad to spend time a lot, but then dad has to work. But then that it's like you think it's a fine line between both of them because I have to. I'm gonna probably going probably most likely have kids. I'm gonna have to go through the same way. I have to figure out how I'm gonna spend time with my my woman, spend time with the kids, and I gotta work and do all that. You give them grace on certain things, right? Or what do you think is the fine line? You, you say that a lot, fine line. I don't think there's a fine line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll try to find the right yeah, word. No, I, got, no, I, got, no, I, I ain't like, coming at you, bro. I ain't coming at you. Uh, but my, right. It was like that with my grandparents. Like, I experienced that. Like, both my grandfathers, like, if I'm with my grandma, one of my grandmas that day, I'm not going to see my grandpa till nighttime or even time till we yeah, ready to have dinner. Yeah, them old school dudes, you didn't see yeah. them until. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, <laughs> I mean, they, they will come to the dinner table, talk yeah. to you for a little bit, and then they'll go upstairs, watch the game and shit. Yeah, like that old school way, yeah. And my, grand, and, and my grandma, the mother's gonna take care of me. Right. But as far as the fine line, I don't think there's a fine line because everybody's situation is different. I think yeah. mm-hmm. from, from, from the aspect of a father, our fathers are important, so I, I think you should, you need to find a way to adjust. Like, everybody working. Right. Know, so what you gonna do to, to really Impact what? your child in a positive way. True. What it is is presence. Okay, mm-hmm. it's presence. You need to be able to be present because there are fathers who spend ample amounts of time with with their child, and there isn't this, this same type of bond as with, as say, with you and your grandfather, where it's like I totally respect this man, I love this man, and right. I couldn't wait. I knew like the structure. I knew he was coming around this time, so. I get to get him at the dinner table and then he get to go on about his business. But at that dinner table, he's fully present. So it's like, I'm getting him what I need from him. Even though yeah, I know it's it. just in a a, a, dis- yeah. a lot of the amount small of time. portion. Of yeah, right. get what you it's, need. It's about the, the power pack. It's about the quality, quality. instead of the quantity. Because with with me, when when I was married and stuff like that, like yo, when I be home, I be off in my own little world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't. I didn't really. I, I was I was definitely a father. I took care of my responsibilities and mm-hmm. I was there. But I never really tried to build a bond with my daughter. Um, it, until like I, I bring that that situation up because that was like a big point for me where like I learned a lesson because I never popped my daughter since then. You know what I'm saying? And I never since I two never need, two and a half. And I never needed to. Cause I always, I always she get precious, talked man. to. Precious man, I told you. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? I told no, you I was on her side. Yeah, I told you. Let me just tell you, she was definitely, she got they the plug. They want kids. She still got the plug. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was, but I, I'm, I'm also too, I'm under the impression where I'm more strict with them when they're younger. Cause you gotta instill it in them, yeah. and then as they get older, I kind of loosen up because now they come their I own was. person. A, yeah. So That's I, exactly. so I was, so I'm like when she was a toddler and stuff. I'll just make her put her hands up in the air. Yeah. And and her mom be like, yo, why are you doing that? I'm trying to make sure she learn how to listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I tell her, keep her hands up until I tell you put it down. Right. And stuff like that. Like I'm trying to build certain qualities and stuff in her right. at a young age. So now with me and her, I'm still tough on her, but like I give her a little bit more space to express herself and things like that. Because I need decisions and because I, I want her to be able to make good decisions. And if she make a bad decision, I want to be there now. I don't want you to be making bad decisions at right. 20 
because the consequence is going to be different. I can't, you can't help it then. Right. Exactly. What's it out of your hand? Like, exactly. I can't you help you no more. You're an adult. You're an adult. You got to deal with it. I can't it. help you no more. You got to take accountability for yourself. You're an adult. Yeah. Exactly. And that's amazing what you're doing. Like, his child, if y'all haven't seen, his child is already started entrepreneurial ventures and like making her own money and mm-hmm. and like these types of things and check he out clears, podcast, man. Yeah. check out King of D Berry's podcast. He had a special one, was it? You put that out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Put my man, daughter out there. We're yeah. gonna try to put that in the description, man. Just by itself. Y'all check it out with his daughter, man. <laughs> that, that, that episode made me cry, bro. Yeah. That's why right. just, just seeing how happy Big old Leo. Was. Yo, yeah. he a thug. He crying. Yeah. 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 Y'all see him. <laughs> yeah, that's for real, man. That's his niece. I'm making a point. I gotta make it a point to put it in the description, man. Just check it out for real, man. Right, sit okay. down. It's it's a dope podcast he so, did. So, hats off to you for having yeah. this in your child. Yeah. Bro. Like I admire that about you, mm-hmm. um, and you showed the change. That I'll be like him when I grow necessary. up. Mm-hmm. Hey, Paul, when <laughs> y'all can be better. Paul and I have a child. I'm like, yo, what what I do with this man? Yeah, yeah. in fact, like, I be like, you know what to do, like yo, because it's in us. <laughs> knock him out. You already said it on camera. Right. You already said it on camera. And look. I, I, but my, my philosophy is you tough on them when they're younger. Because that's what you. Because now you instill in personality and certain discipline and tracing them. Right. And then as they get older, you got to loosen up because they're going to do what they want to do anyway. You got to let them express that themselves. That's why you say everybody know right from wrong. I'm like, everybody don't know right from wrong. Everybody knows certain rights and wrongs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's right and wrong for us, we might have been raised different. You right. know what I mean? So when it comes to adults, everybody knowing right from wrong, they should Next. on a lot of stuff. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look, I'm going to pass it over to Keith. Keith, go ahead and wrap us on up real quick. Yeah, yeah, so at the um, end, before you wrap it up, so you say, I ain't trying to go to another channel. So you said that um, us going into adulthood as men are, um, <laughs> our childhood from our parents and everything, it really molds us. Yeah, it does. Good, and and it does, and you don't know it until you sitting there as an adult wondering, still wondering why certain things are the way they are. I agree with um, you. I agree with you. And I'm, I'm going to close it out with this. Um, the point of this of this topic to the men, not only um, having that relationship with your parents and talking to them, but we just need to talk more. That's yeah. what uh, Trey was discussing on the live last night. We as men just need to talk more. So, because nobody, nobody's really going to give you the answers unless you act sometimes. Right. So, let's just talk, open your mouth, and uh, I don't know what to say. Can't have community without communication. He's saying every time. Yeah, exactly. Every episode, you got to put a tagline. You got to put that on shirts. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it. you hey. never know what's going to be the podcast. We may have some shirts going, man. Exactly. Apparel right there, man. Right. right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Till next Friday, FMF Mod. We out. Appreciate y'all.